Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. You know what? What's up? You're looking, you're looking relaxed. I, I am relaxed. You're looking tan. I am well, tan. Tanner. Tanner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, you went to Florida. Went to Florida. Got to hang out with uh, UFC. Is he in the Hall of Fame yet? He's. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. He, he, he if he wasn't he would he will be because yeah. yeah he was trailblazer for sure Clay Guida so you went fishing with Clay and yep. some others and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. good time Spent a few nights together and it was good got to meet uh, one of his childhood friends showed up so got to meet out uh, uh, meet Billy 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 lives out in California nice from the Chicagoland area but yeah and so you were and you unplugged didn't do work at all I uh, no nice. I did no work no yeah work. yeah we noticed on this end. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Brian was like, hey, Jimmy, are you answering these uh, these messages? <laughs> That's the one message I answered. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you even saw it. No, it's vacation, man. You're not supposed to answer yeah, anything. Yeah, You're on vacation. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have my boundaries. Good. I yeah. like it. It's a good my example. Good yep. example to follow. Yep. Yep. But here, the thing is, you're in Florida. Mm-hmm. You're doing your thing. Yeah. We had a great time. Now, I knew you were doing that. Yeah. Do it, have it. I didn't know. You came back and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I bought a house. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I knew, wait, you were, we were talking about, you're like, well, we have to get the inspection done, yeah, and yeah. I'm not 100%, you know, like 90%, I'm not sure. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, yeah, we just bought this house right here. Yeah. Well, and, and, yeah. You, and you paid cash for the whole thing with a briefcase. Stop it. Didn't you just bring a briefcase? No. A duffel bag. No. no. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> you know that's not true. That's of course not. True. <laughs> so uh, you closed on your- it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always easier. You, you show up with a duffel bag full of money, people just get like real, real pliable. They're like, oh, yes, sir. Well, yeah, you just think about the interest, right? Never mind. I'm glad <laughs> We're goofing around, guys. All right. So you close on your house and you posted it on Instagram. Yep. And uh, very it, cool. It got some love. Yeah, man. Yeah, People yeah. are happy for People you. People are happy. People are happy. Yeah, they, they all want to be invited over to the, swim in the pool. Yeah. That's what it is. Well, yeah, I got the, uh, actually, I got the pool guy coming today yeah. at two o'clock to get the heater going because mm-hmm. it was a little cold. We went we went for a dip yesterday when we saw Oh, there was no the heat? Ooh, uh-uh. I couldn't do no, that. No, no, the hot tub was, was good to go. Oh, good. All right, but, cool. Uh, so we, we would jump into the pool, go right to the hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> Kids got to be losing their minds. Uh, they lost their minds. I got to, uh, yeah, so I put I, I got my phone all up there. And so uh, I told them we're going to a friend's house. Oh, dinner. they didn't know it was they, their no, house. They had no idea. Oh, that's so cool. And they get in, and they're like, hey, it's empty. I'm like, I don't know, yeah, what's going on here? We're walking around. And uh, Cohen starts putting two and two together. Yeah. Because he goes, I've seen a photo of this. Hmm. Because they saw, they looked at some of the houses we were right. looking at, you know, like, I've seen a picture. I, I, the fireplace, the tile. I know that tile. He's looking, I'm like, what's going on? What you young say? fofo right there. Yeah. He was like, uh, this house was for sale. I'm like, really? Because it's ours now. And I took the keys out. <laughs> All right. My boy is sweet. And I'm not saying this, you know, like, he started crying. Yeah. Yeah. It's he, a big deal. he was emotional. He was so happy, you know? Yeah, to get out of that slum you're in now. It's not. Oh a my gosh, dude! It's like tenement housing. Like you're in like the hood. It's so bad. I'm surprised you guys survived. Didn't lose anybody. It's Anyways, <laughs> so yeah, we're getting ready. That pool guy coming at two, and we're good. I'm gonna swim later on, so you now, should come by. I know. Well, here's the thing. You you've invited me. Mm-hmm. Yes, my my wife's not home right now, so. I'm taking care I know, of stuff. I'm really sorry. Hey, and, uh, well, we're the elders are getting in. We're gonna get the counseling that you guys need. To. Good. And, yeah. Uh, she left me again. <laughs> That's a joke. To everyone. hang out with. Oh no, she did. She left no, me. No, I know, but not the, the counseling part. No, no, like, yeah. no, I need counseling. I think. <laughs> no, she uh, every once in a while she'll just leave me to hang out with her friends for yeah. like a few days. <laughs> but no, she means like, she oh, misses she, you. 
No. Yeah. No, G doesn't. What? No. No, but we just had this conversation at small group. Uh, they were talking about that show alone where you go out into the wilderness. It's like a, you're by yourself and mm. you're out there for like 90 days. You got to okay. hunt for yourself and build everything from yeah, scratch. Yeah. And uh, and so they were, they, they know Jen's leaving and they go, won't you miss Joe? She goes, I, no, I don't miss anybody. And they're like, <laughs> no, really? She Jen, And Jen just flat said like, I could be gone for 90 days. I wouldn't miss anybody. And uh, she's not joking. No. Um, and for her, and she'll even say, no, oh, it's because... Uh, it's not, it's, not, it's not a lack of love. No, no, know? it's not that at all. She's like, no, I know it's 90 days, so I'm going to enjoy that time, and then I'll go back. If I got stuck on an island- That's like, different. Yeah. Like, uh, like yeah, that yeah. Tom Hanks movie, yeah. that would be different. That That's would different. Just us terribly. But no, 90 days, I'm going to enjoy the 90 days. Yep. And like for me, I, I miss Jen and the kids after one day. Like I, I, I'm gone a day. That first day is awesome. Yeah, he's all mopey. Then I'm like- You're, He's mm. so mopey. <sighs> And then you won't like rub my feet or anything. Ah, uh, neither will Jen. So don't worry about it. <laughs> Not going to get me on that again. Uh, <laughs> once was enough. <laughs> no, man. So uh, yeah, you invited me yesterday, but I couldn't go. I'm taking care of you know the kids and everything, doing all kinds of stuff, extra stuff that I'm not normally doing as much of. And then uh, now today you invited me again. Yeah. But you know I gotta. I'm just saying when it's I relaxing. Want to, I want. To, I want to come over. I want to come uh, to the new place. Yeah. yeah come check it out. To it. Come check it out. Can I sit in the hot tub? Yeah, of course. I'm allowed. Yeah, of course. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. I was smoking in it last night. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't know if I'd be allowed. Why? Like, I don't know. That's, well, I don't, yeah, that's I weird. Know. I don't know. Well, no, you're being weird. I don't no, I'm like... just saying like not everybody wants me to get into the pool with them or whatever. Oh, what? I, don't, I have I have weird rashes and fungus and stuff. I'm like, you know, my Okay, my now feet. you can't. Now then you can't be there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to get into uh, the Baptist Catechism. We're looking at two more questions. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, questions uh, 48 and 49. Is that correct? That's it. So here we go. Question 48. What is the preface to the Ten Commandments? Answer, the preface to the Ten Commandments is in these words. I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Now, the reason we're even like talking about this, or reason the, the catechism is, is talking about the preface to the Ten Commandments, is not just because they're going to go through the Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. but also because it's introduced the Ten Commandments to us by way of talking about God's moral law. Yeah. And the preface to the Ten Commandments is really important because it gives a context in which law is received by God's people. And that's sort of the whole point, right? Well, then, yeah, the, the, the idea of this covenant, right? Like, mm-hmm. I am the Lord, your God. Yeah. Right? It's big, man, because it's not, he's, he, of course, these laws are, you know, God's moral law. What's right is right for everybody, whether you believe in him or not. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be held accountable for how you have obeyed those laws. Yeah. But the person who is redeemed and reconciled, ransomed, that's the person who now will not be condemned for their lack of conformity to the law. Uh, They are forever received. And so now we receive these commands really as gifts, uh, and they're Mm. always a gift, but we receive them as gifts given to us by our Father. And we know that he is calling us to a certain path, guiding us in a certain way. Um, And when we fail, he lifts us up and helps us to continue in them, to Mm. learn repentance and all of that. So, I mean... The, the, how you receive the law really depends on your understanding of who God is to you. Is he God or is he your God? I mean, I think a lot of people, a lot of people who are converted when they're, you know, old enough to remember a mm-hmm, t- mm-hmm. kind of conversion can kind of remember what it's like when, oh, I remember when God was God and then uh, suddenly he was my God. Mm-hmm. There's a big mm-hmm, difference. Mm-hmm. Because when I when I thought of God, and it's different for everybody, I guess, right? Because 
when I thought of God, so we'll talk about your experience and my experience. When Oh, okay, here we go. When First of all, I didn't care about God, and then I kind of hated God, but I really only hated a God of my own imagination, a, a caricature mm-hmm, that people mm-hmm. have painted for me. But then once I really began to understand who God was when people were sharing the gospel with me when I was 17, then it was really clear there is a God. I believe he is real, but he is not my God. Mm. And for me, it was terrifying or it it started out to be it was uncomfortable and then it was dreadful that uh he wasn't my god hmm. because i knew what the consequences of that was do you do you remember when you were conscious about the the idea like hmm there there god is god but he's not my god yeah um so it was a little bit different because i grew up you know catholic right uh and so there was always this sense of like obey god mm-hmm but it was a very like distant nebulous. And it was like, it was almost like it was really like, here's your spiritual circle. And, but God and faith doesn't interact with any other aspect of your life. It's got its own realm. Yeah. Sunday morning. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> and own day. It went, and, and that's even if we went right, you know, and we never went. Right. Actually, I'm thinking about it. Very rare. Did we go? Um, but uh, it was, yeah. So it wasn't until, I guess reading through scripture on my own and and the Holy Spirit uh, using scripture to show me who God was that it, it transitioned from like, hold on, God is not a God is not a toss aside, right? right. He's not he's not a tag along. Yeah, <laughs> he's not a tag along. Uh, he is he is majestic and big and grand. Uh, he is holy. He is wonderful. He is glorious, and he is to be worshipped and praised. Uh, and it was at that moment like there was this sense of awe. Right. The sense of like, I've been treating him like, I don't know, I I was, you know, treating him and viewing him as the sidekick Mm -hmm. rather than the creator of the universe. And once once started to see who God was, you know, who God is, who Jesus is and what Jesus had done, Mm -hmm. uh, it was this this sense of awe of like, no, 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 I need I I have to avert my eyes like bow and worship. So how what was the period of time between when you knew because for some people it's literally hours right and then for other people like me it's nine months but what was the time frame between he is god but he's not yet my god i actually think it was about three four months yeah i think it was like three Mm. four months um sophomore year in high school i was failing chemistry shocker shocker (laughs) failing chemistry uh and so i would just sit there and read scripture during class i would just sit there and read now is this because you were at that point becoming spiritually hungry or was it because you were at a catholic military school no no i think it was spiritually hungry yeah right it was like i want to know wait something's Mm -hmm. what everything i've been told is not lining up Mm -hmm. here right um and so it was just kind of like yeah i was just spiritually hungry and just could keep reading reading and asking questions and like did uh, you feel like like the like a conspiracy theorist a little bit like, as I'm thinking about it, like if you're growing up in a particular Christian tradition yeah. and God starts to open up your eyes to see like, hey, listen, everything you've been taught, like, or men, much yeah, of yeah, what yeah. you've been taught, a lot of this is not lining up. You got to, you got to look at this for yourself. Did it feel a little bit like you're the weird one because you're. It, it, it felt like that. Okay. Well, at the school, I was treated like that by the monks. Why is that? Because I was moving away from Catholicism. So they, they could see it. They could see it. The student body, though, mm. was pretty supportive. Okay. Right? 
Like it was a weird, yeah, it, yeah. I don't know. So Barmian is small enough and, and everyone really knows each other. Yeah. Uh, and so it's like as one celebrates, everyone celebrates kind of a thing. Right. Um, and so as I'm asking these questions, uh, other people are, are coming alongside mm. and talking and asking questions and actually and then others like are pushing back. Yeah. Um, but I remember th- having that feeling of like something's not right. And I remember sitting down. It was actually uh, um, I was meeting with Jeff Vanderstelt regularly. Yeah. And I remember him telling me like because uh, I was like, I, I feel like everything's a lie. Like everything I've been told is a lie. He's like, well, no, that's not that's not necessarily true there is some good that you need to embrace that that's true, but there's things that are, there's, there's more. And that's, that's what we want to push into is there's actually something deeper here, Jimmy, that you're missing. And that's what he's like, don't, don't focus on everybody else and what they're doing at the Catholic school. Like don't focus on trying to fight this, fight that go deeper into where God is taking you. Yeah. And that's, so he steered me that way. It's good because that that makes the focus on you and your relationship with the Lord. Correct. Right? So that you're you're looking and searching for this for yourself yes. before you become some kind of zealot or that was know, exactly it. Case. Right. He's like, yeah, you you're not here to like go and try to challenge all them and you know deconvert or convert. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. What what God's doing with you right now is he's pushing you into something else. Yeah. Go do that. You know, yeah. don't let go of that. That's cool. Yeah. Good words from uh, from Pastor Jeff. So, you know, this whole idea, um, before God gives these commands to his people, he l- reminds them, I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. In other words, I am your God, mm-hmm. and you know this because I redeemed you. I redeemed yeah. you from your slavery. I redeemed you from your oppression. I redeemed you from a... Uh, from a, a from a state in which you had uh, you lacked the freedom to even worship me in in the ways that uh, that mm-hmm. that you would like, and it's like it's like I've taken you out of California <laughs> and brought you <laughs> to, to Florida. Yeah, Florida. I was gonna say because well, you gotta go. You can't go here. <laughs> I've taken you from New York. Yep. and brought you to the land yeah. of Florida. Yeah, there are some midwestern states. Florida's pretty free. <laughs> I'm watching workout. So you know that you, Wait, know, that, what? you know that show, uh, the movie Nobody. No, I don't know. The movie Nobody has Bob Odenkirk in it. Oh, okay. Bob, I know. Who, no, I know who he is. Yeah, better call, call Saul. Saul. All right. So you've yeah, seen yeah. the trailer for this movie? No. He's a fifty-some middle-aged man, which is what he is. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And it's sort of like a, a John Wick. Okay. He has to start kicking butt and killing people. <gasps> I gotta watch it. It's delightful. Okay, it's is, funny. It's a movie or a show? It's a movie, but you can buy it now. Okay, can um, I rent it? I don't know. It's like twelve bucks or something on Amazon. Uh, I'll go ahead and rent it. I don't think you have an option. I'm gonna. I'll wait two months. Okay. Anyway, it's really good that he was just doing a workout, and I'm watching the, these guys and these other people do do workouts in California outside. Outside, still wearing masks <sighs> when the videos are shot. I don't understand it. All right, so. Um, but this is, so he's giving them this preface so that they understand, like, we have been redeemed. Our relationship to you is you are our God. You don't, mm-hmm. you not only rule over us, but you redeem us. And this is, I think, really important for us as Christians to understand yeah. how we re- how we receive and think of uh, God's God's commands to us, right? Because- Oh, Clay just texted me. 
Oh, Clay Guida's, Oh, yeah. Jimmy's been Jimmy's been <laughs> so excited. We sat down. Clay, well, because he finally he, he hasn't followed me on Instagram. Yeah, like, yeah. on his official account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah, it's, it's funny. Here, here's what happened. Guys. Here's what happened. It's so annoying. We were talking. We were literally talking about his his fishing trip with Clay and everything. And Jimmy says this to me. Clay just followed you on Instagram. No, Clay just tagged you on Instagram. That's mm. what you said. Clay just tagged you on Instagram. And I was like, what? I got to see this for myself. I got all excited. Clay's tagging me. I mean, this is really cool. I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Jimmy's not listening to me at all because Jimmy wasn't talking to me. Really. He was talking out loud. He was reading somebody's message to him. Somebody was telling Jimmy. No, 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 no. no. The, the, the alert came up. Oh, the, oh it just, the alert came up and said, Clay Guida just tagged you. Yeah. On. Yeah. So he read that out loud, making it sound like it, Clay. Okay. So yeah. I don't want to hear about, I don't want to hear about your romance, your bromance with Clay Guida. Well, I don't know. Clay. Maybe, maybe we can get him on Clay. the podcast. You know what? You know who's cooler than Clay Guida? Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken is more of a man than Clay Guida will ever be. All right. That, yeah. he, we're not going to be able to get him on if he's yeah. Okay. Like that. Never mind. <laughs> okay. I'll just, just come on. We'll arm wrestle Clay. Uh, no, I'm talking to Aiken. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not talking about Clay. So, when we look at the law, I, I think it's important to to understand that as believers, the law no longer condemns us. Uh, the law is I I I always view it as um, God. And this is going to sound cheesy, I guess, but I always look at it as like it, it is it is it is God's command. Mm-hmm. It is His will, but He graciously commands us because. And by gracious, I mean he does it without condemnation now. Um, I don't have to fear God's wrath uh, when I break his law. And if I persist in breaking his law, he may discipline me out of a sense of fatherly love. But even then, it's so that I'll flourish. It's not, I'm not going to suffer his wrath. And so like in question 49 of this, uh, oh, on, all right. of, the, ca- of the catechism. You're going to read it? You read it. I'm going to read it. It says, uh. What doth the preface to the Ten Commandments teach us? Hmm. What doth it? The preface to the Ten Commandments. Oh, oh, I tried. Oh, the preface to the Ten Commandments teacheth us oh, that because God is the Lord and our God and Redeemer, therefore we are bound to keep all of his commandments. So it doesn't mean that you're free from keeping them just because you are redeemed. It means hmm. you're doubly required to keep yes. them now because he's not only your maker, but he's also your Redeemer. Yes. Like, so... I've got more reason than ever to keep it. I've got more responsibility to ever than ever to keep it. And I have the ability to keep it by his spirit and by his grace. Not keep it perfectly. I know I always have to say that because somebody's going to accuse me of saying something that the scripture doesn't say. But you can obey the Lord by faith. Mm-hmm. You now have a will that has been made free. And like you said, and I think that's the important part there. When you say by faith, what do you mean by that? We, we obey the law by faith. Yeah, just yeah, like explain that because Steve McCoy doesn't understand. Right. He thinks you're, it's a work based salvation. Right. I know. I know because you know, you got a little on the hyper end of Piper, hyper Piperianism. Um, <laughs> that uh, well, like it, like it says in, in Hebrews, without without faith, it is impossible to please God. Mm. Um, that God does delight in our works when we do them in faith, and to do them in faith means that we do them not only as believers in Jesus, so that we are obeying in faith, but we do them with an understanding that, that we are acceptable and our works are acceptable because of Christ. To do them by faith means we do them sincerely, not with um, mixed motives, not with um, like, I'm going to somehow uh, earn my keep or mm. I'm going to win God over now by, by doing this. It's, I do this because I delight in him. 
Uh, we obey the Lord because he's worthy to be obeyed. There's this, in other words, it's a sincerity that attends our obedience because we embrace the redemption that we have in Christ. That's at least what I mean when I'm talking mm. about doing it in faith. So, but for me, like the, the big thing here is Christian, I want, I want our people at, at our church in particular to know that everyone is bound to keep God's law. We're all required. We're all responsible for keeping mm -hmm. God's law. The Christian is doubly responsible, doubly responsible because again, you, he is the Lord, but now he is your Lord. He has redeemed you. Christ died for your sins. The spirit now indwells you. So you are doubly without excuse because you haven't, you, you, if you disobey, you're not just denying God's general revelation. You're also denying his special revelation. Mm -hmm. You're denying him the, the righteous place as king of your heart, which he now has. So I get excited when, I, when we talk about the law in this way, because now it's God laying out for us his will. Here's what I want you to do. Here's how you can do it. I mean, I talk to my kids all the time about, you know, better ways to, to deal with problems or issues or how to take care of things, how to... Um, how to fulfill certain responsibilities that we may give them in the house. Mm. And I'll explain to them, here's a better way to do what you're doing. Like, here's what I want you to do. Mm. And I'm not giving them some kind of arbitrary command. It's like, no, this is how it's, this is the best way it will work. Yeah. And this will make it easier for you. And, uh, and, you know, unlike the Lord, um, you know, I start yelling. <laughs> no, I, I start. Yeah. I was just uh, the other night I was, uh, I was yelling at my daughter. Madeline. What Madeline? Mm -hmm. Oh, Madeline. Okay, I was. It ain't Catherine. No, no, no. But I was. Uh, I was yelling. And when I say yelling, I just mean bark, you know, kind of barking. Like, what? You come on. So, um, and then like, so then we took care of stuff. And then I'm like, like five minutes later, I was like, Hey, I'm gonna go to the store. You want to come with? <laughs> She's like, No, nah, I'm okay. Yeah, I need a break from you. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I understand. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have been barking at you. Well, you probably shouldn't be doing what you're doing. <laughs> Just do it my way. <laughs> do it my way. It's always Listen, best. My way. No highway. Listen, I don't even if it's not my way. But I, I can't see that it was your way. I, then I don't care. <laughs> I just don't want to see your way because your way is messy. Um. So yeah, man, we 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 embrace God's law, mm -hmm. not as a means of experiencing or or of earning salvation, but we embrace God's law because we embrace God. His yeah. law stems from His very nature, and uh, so then we should be excited to keep it. Listen, if you're not excited to obey the Lord in a particular area, then obviously there is a very specific sin problem that needs to be addressed. And yeah. this is, we all have it. Yeah. I have it. I mean, there are certain times in my life or certain periods where there are specific sins where like, when I think about God's law, I'm like, I don't want to do that. Mm. You know, I don't want to be patient or be content or whatever it is because I'm holding on to a particular ideology. Strongholds. We should probably get into that issue of strongholds. Yeah, be good. Yeah. We're good. We haven't done that yet. Hmm. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast through the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. we got that fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. we got blog posts and video content over at the website, and we got that all-access exclusive content. we got Banter of Truth on Tuesdays, Weekday Wisdom, Monday through Friday. Head on over to drvotion.com slash all access. Later. <laughs>